today on CityCast Denver. Expect a 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon and mostly sunny skies with a high near 89. But does this mostly sunny day count toward our 300 days of sunshine? Do we really get 300 days of sunshine? Today is Wednesday, September 1st, 2021. I'm Bree Davies, and this is CityCast Denver. The 300 days of sunshine myth about Colorado is one we've all heard a million times and probably repeated ourselves. But is it true? Do we really get 300 days of sunshine every year? In a recent piece for the Denver Post, meteorologist Andy Stein dug in to find out where the Smith came from and what, if any of it, is true. Obviously, being a big fan of this state, I had to know more. Andy, welcome to CityCast Denver. Thanks so much. I'm excited to be here. So, Andy, I, I believe you're not from Denver, right? I am not from Denver. I'm not. I grew up in Florida on the coast, um, and then I came out here from the Carolinas about six years ago. So I've been here for a a good amount of time compared to a few other people, but definitely not a local. (laughs) Did you you come here because you heard we had 300 days of sunshine? (laughs) That was one of the selling points for sure. (laughs) I mean, who doesn't want to bask in that all day? (laughs) I mean, you're from Florida, though. Right. Right. Well, yeah, the, the Sunshine State, we actually get more sunshine than them, which I kind of knew coming out here. But, you know, sunshine is all kind of relative, which is kind of why the story is really fun, <laughs> just because there's so many different ways to measure sunshine and do all of this stuff. So when you, I guess when you first heard this 300 Days of Sunshine claim, as a person that studies weather, why were, why were you interested or what did you think about that? that idea, this idea that 300 days of sunshine is something that Colorado really prides itself on. Uh, I honestly thought that it was because we had such a dry atmosphere and climate here. Um, So I really didn't put much stock into the thought because living here for, you know, the five years that I have pretty much after the first year, I was like, oh, there's a lot of sunshine here for sure. I mean, we get sunshine every day, every morning. There's barely any overcast clouds here. Uh, We really don't have that much you know, kind of stratiform, which is your overcast kind of dreary day kind of weather. We don't have many of those. And so it kind of just made sense to me that we had a lot of sunshine. The 300 days, I guess I just didn't compute exactly how much of the year that was. Obviously, it's only 65 days less than, you know, a full year. But um, overall, I just kind of thought it made sense and it kind of lined up. And also, we've had, you know, 2017, 2018 were two of the driest years in Denver's history, you know, so there was a lot of sunshine that year. So it almost kind of played out in our favor that we advertised 300 days of sunshine because that year, those years, we probably did, you know, cross over that, you know, 200 day threshold possibly. But um, it kind of just made sense to me. Can you explain where the 300 days of sunshine claim came from? So it's this wild story that Nolan Duskin was telling me. He used to be the state climatologist for like 40 years here in Denver. And he, as a state climatologist all the way through the 80s, 90s, 2000s, and you know into the 2010s. So he did a little bit of digging. And essentially what happened is they keep a whole bunch of records and newspapers and whatnot in climatological archives and whatnot. And he found a newspaper that was from New York City. I'm not sure if it was the New York Times or the Post or whatever. 
but there was an advertisement in this newspaper that people should come on train to Colorado because we get 300 days of sunshine here. And this newspaper was dated back into the uh, early 1870s. And at that point of the year, or at that point in really just like modern history, you know, there is absolutely no way to measure sunshine except by going outside and saying, oh, look, there's some sunshine out there. So I'm going to say that it's a sunny day. So the claim was just kind of right off the bat, kind of illegitimate and not valid at all. Um, So it stemmed back from this railroad company wanting to bring people to Colorado to attract the people from out east out into the cool western climate that we have here. And the best way for them to do that was to say, hey, we get 300 days of sunshine a year. (laughs) So it was just totally a marketing claim. Just purely a marketing thing. Yep, absolutely. The person who wrote the article for the New York newspaper wasn't a reporter. It was literally just a strategic play from one of the publicists for one of the railroads. (laughs) (laughs) To me, that's such a Colorado story because... Isn't it? (laughs) Yeah, because we're we're just like, we're really proud of some stuff. And sometimes it's like, oh, actually... That's not even real, but we're really, but you know, it obviously it attracted, it worked. Yep. It attracted a few of those uh, travelers that came from out East. And then, you know, all it takes is one person saying, oh, the weather actually uh, actually is really great out here. So why not just keep coming out here and staying out here, you know? And so once one person does that, the trickle down effect happens and, you know, unpopular opinion, but now everybody from California and Texas is here. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we so won't get into calm. that or we will get like no, no, hate no. mail for days. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, I understand. Uh, I, I'm from here, but I get why people want to be here. You know, it's beautiful. Right, for sure. Absolutely. It's, it's so gorgeous. gorgeous here. The different climates that you can get. Honestly, we do have really great weather here. Yeah. So you mentioned it before that like counting cloud cover at that time was kind of just walking out and looking up at the sky. Can you talk about how we measure sunny days? Sure. So... Uh, I'll kind of go from the early 1900s because the way that we measured sunshine was so cool. It was uh, literally just called a sunshine recorder and it was this big glass orb that would you know, take all of the sunshine and reflect it onto a piece of paper and the amount of burnt paper that was there by the end of the day signaled how much sunshine we had. And so that's just kind of like it taking a magnifying glass to a paper, you know, the sunshine gets enhanced and whatnot. Um, So it was recorded that way for a very long time. That is obviously not the greatest way to record sunshine because of cloud cover out there. And, you know, when you get a passing cloud, it cools things off and then heats things up right away. So it's just not a, a great way to represent how much cloud cover there actually was. Fast forward into uh, kind of like the 1910s and all the way through the 1990s, it was actually just done visually. People at the National Weather Service offices or forecast offices or wherever else they were recording weather would quite literally just walk outside a couple of times a day and record the amount of cloud cover that they saw in the sky from their point of view. So the issue with that is that it's from their point of view. It's um, perspective. It's all perspective. Yeah, it's all perspective. So that was done that way all the way through the 1990s. And then this process became automated. And the automation of this, actually, you would think that it would make it a little bit better and a little bit easier. But the sensors that are used to track sunshine need to be cleaned and calibrated so much. And they're just not the instrument that's actually paid attention to that much out of all of the meteorological instruments that there are out there. So even the modern ways of tracking sunshine just weren't really kept up to date. 
And those really just aren't valid ways to track sunshine. But when I was talking to Nolan Duskin, he was saying that we have 90 coagmet stations here in Colorado, and a coagmet is Colorado agriculture of meteorology, basically. Um, so it's meteorology practices for the agriculture. Um, and there are 90 stations that actually track the incoming solar radiation. And that actually gives us a very good understanding of how much sunshine comes through. Um, so now we have these really cool instruments that track the amount of radiation, which is a very big instrument with the use of solar and whatnot, especially across Colorado, that is now being used. But the data for these is so raw and is so hard to digest and is just really hard to sift through that it's really hard to you know go back and be like, oh, March 3rd of you know 2011 was actually a really sunny day. You have to kind of dissect each hour of how much incoming radiation there was and kind of play that all out. So tracking sunshine is just a very hard thing to do. <laughs> so in, in tracking it or looking at, like you're saying, kind of break, you'd have to break it down by hour and then kind of figure out for the day, what qualifies as a day of sunshine, meteorologically speaking? So there has been updated uh, definitions for this. And again, it, it, it's kind of, you know, based off of your perspective, because 25% cloud cover or less across the sky is considered a clear day. So that measurement is taken at the Denver airport and measures the sky around it. Um, and to be honest, I'm not sure if that measurement goes all the way to Fort Collins and down to Colorado Springs, or if it just goes from like Denver up to Broomfield. And where do we land then in the reality of the year? The three, it's obviously not 300 days. What do we usually average then? Uh, you know, bringing a, adding up what we've seen probably over the last 10 to 20 years, the average comes out to be about 115 clear days. And that means that there could be a few clouds out in the sky generally. Um, it's not a partly cloudy day. It's an actual clear day with just maybe a few puffy clouds around. But yeah, it, uh, it only comes out to be about 115 days. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't have as nice of a ring to it as 300 days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come to Colorado. There's 115 days of sunshine here. <laughs> yeah, People no, it doesn't be like, quite have the ring. <laughs> <laughs> so who cares? So. Um, <laughs> um, why, why do you think a, a weather myth like this really hung on for over 100, 150 years? I think people like to gloat about where they live, you know, and I think people love a cool statistic, you know, everybody loves that. And just like you said, 115 days doesn't have a nice ring to it, but 300 days of sunshine, that has a nice ring to it, you know, and especially when you're trying to attract people to come out here for any of the tourism things, the ski resorts use it as a marketing tool for them as well. And so I think it's just a good, attractive selling point of Colorado, you know, and Nobody has taken the time to really debunk this myth fully, you know, so sorry to, you know, affect all the marketing people out there in Colorado, but, <laughs> you know, it's just, you know, and I mean, it's been here since like the 1870s. So, you know, when something is grandfathered in like this, you know, it's just kind of easy to keep saying it. You've ruined our little lie, Andy. What, what, what made you want to dig in and find out the truth? Well, we had such a wet season this year. I mean, True. we had the March blizzard. We had so much uh, snow in February, March, and April. And then April, May, and June were just extremely wet months. We had just rain shower after rain shower. And then we got into monsoon season, and we started getting into monsoon rains. 
And I just started thinking to myself, I was like, you know what? There is no way that we get 300 days of sunshine and we are not getting that this year for sure. So it honestly just came as a story idea of, hey, we're not going to get the 300 days of sunshine that is advertised this year because of all the rain that we've gotten. Uh, it turns out we've only gotten 54 clear days this entire year um, that would be deemed actual clear sunny days. Um, and then when I found that, I was like, well, in any other year, how do we get 250 more days to get that 300 days of sunshine? So things just started to not add up in my head. I started to <laughs> feel like that meme where that lady is thinking with all of the scientific little graphs and yeah. charts around her. And I was like, uh, this doesn't check out. <laughs> so you were like, why not, why not dig in and find out? Yeah, why not dig in and find out? <laughs> Andy, thank you so much for for talking with me today. Oh, absolutely. I hope I didn't ruin too much of your year because uh, there's going to be more cloudy days to come. (laughs) We we might even struggle to get 100 sunny days this year, but, uh, you know, we still have great weather. Noted. Noted. Well, thank you so much. (laughs) Absolutely, Bri. It was great talking to you. (laughs) Here's what else is going on in Denver today. Colorado's COVID hospitalization levels are back to highs not seen since January of this year. The Denver Post reports that as of Monday, 874 people were hospitalized statewide with confirmed or suspected COVID-19. Yet another reminder to please get vaccinated if you haven't already. It's free. The Support Team Assisted Response Program, also known as STAR, is expanding, adding a second van and more staff to serve the community. The program sends mental health professionals instead of cops to respond to some 911 calls and has had great success since it launched more than a year ago. Check out our June 1st episode with Carly Ceylon of STAR to learn more about the program. That's all for today here on CityCast Denver. If you enjoyed the show, why not take a minute to tell a friend about us, rate the show wherever you get your podcasts, and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye. We are deep in Virgo season, my season.